When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Back for another episode of Believe in Kentucky. Got the QB1 Jalen Whitlow with me. My name is Vinny Hardy. I got Aaron Gershon. It's getting a little vacation in. But y'all still checking out on the catch pause. I was looking. Uh, last year, he did the 100 best players. You know, he ranked 100 best players of the Stoops era for the catch pause. And this year, he's already about three weeks into the 100 most recent the the last 100 wins of kentucky football he started with 100 wins back did 199 98 so he's like on win number 80 since it's you know 80 days till football starts he's doing a win a day a little write-up so pretty creative stuff to do in the summertime everybody now that the finals are over you know it it slows down because it's just this is baseball now if you like golf it's golf you like auto racing is auto racing and now it's just otas and camps and and it's that little summer stretch until the season starts now jay yeah it's uh it's that it's that gray area that born period i do think though uh like the exit the usfl that league kind of give a little bit of a you know you got a little bit of a uh um entertain a little bit of an entertained grace period i will say you know, you everybody's not into the USFL, but if you're absolutely just bored and don't know what you need to do or don't know what you want to do or don't have anything to do, I think you can tune into USFL and maybe watch a few games. Uh, but yeah, this is the most boring time of the year for me uh, because I there's no uh you know I'll go to a baseball game, but I can't watch it on TV. Um, you know, and I you know obviously no no college basketball no nba nba is done even though i didn't even watch the finals cuz i already knew kind of what was going to happen uh <laughs> but uh you know it is it's one is that period man where when i was a kid i used to watch i used to remember you remember that uh i forgot the, the name of the channel but all maybe it's espn classics all like the old uh sec games used to come in come on and you'll see like old 2003 auburn and whoever or you know, uh, old, you know, whatever year, 2007, Tennessee and, and LSU back when I was in high school and middle school, this stuff was coming on. I forgot the channel it was, used to come on, but like some of the old instant classics. Um, and I, I kind of missed that, man, because I used to, you know, this was my time to really watch those games. That was kind of sometimes even before my time. And I used to kind of learn about, you know, that's kind of how I learned about uh, – uh, Tim Couch is watching those watching those old games, uh, mm-hmm. and just you know, and 
you know, kind of delving into it around this time in the summer when you're at home all day, you know, you're not at school and, you know, you may have workouts in the morning or football practice later, but you're at home most of the day um, and, and you're just watching TV. So I think, uh, you know, this is that time of year for me. Yeah, yeah, I think. And I don't know, <clears throat> maybe I missed the announcement. ESPN Classic, they did have a lot of stuff. And just looked up and they were they were gone. I just they just did away with the channel. Because I, I, I remember, used to watch it a lot. And I remember back when I was mad that I didn't get it. I was like, man, I wish I had that channel. I wish I had that channel. And then I was so happy to have it. Because, you know, like you said, old NBA games, old NFL games, all the old stuff. And, and then sometimes I go spurts and not watch it and then like you binge it for a while and then i went to go binge it one time and i i'm going to where the channel was and it skipped that channel it's like i'm like wait a minute i thought i put it in wrong or maybe my scroll ain't right and I, oh it's gone i'm like oh man so yeah but yeah shout out to what used to be espn classic what was crazy though that one time is which i'm sure i mean I'm, i can't be the only one that's had this happen but it was 90 99 yeah the year after kentucky won it the uh NCAA tournament in 98 next year in 99 they had a regional here in knoxville and you know it's a group of friends just said oh let's go let's just go and, and see because it was ohio state and st john's winner goes to the final four ron artest was at st john's that's how long ago this was right and Michael Red was at Ohio State and Scooney Penn. And so we went down there and watched it. It was a good game. And then, you know, a few years later, I'm scrolling through ESPN Classic and that game was on. I was like, oh man, that's, okay. <laughs> I was at that game. It's on ESPN Classic. So that's a trip to see a game with ESPN Classic you was at. I was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of, you know, St. John's is all excited now because former oh, Kentucky yeah. coach Rick Patino is there. But that's that's the last time they made an elite eight. Was that that game I was at was a, the deepest tournament their run they made in the last twenty five years. So you know, I know they excited and hoping he can bring back the glory days. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, he, he like I said, he you know he's a good coach. He he got a good track record as far as winning basketball games. Uh, you know, so I think he'll do well. It's just. At St. John's, I think, you know, nowadays, I think you, you get better players at Louisville than St. John's. Um, oh. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you can get those type of guys. But, again, with the transfer portal and everything else happening, you know, there's a lot of parity. There's a lot of gray area on where kids are going. There's not like you kind of knew, you know, as, as far back as four or five years ago, you knew you could get a transfer, top transfer, whatever, highly touted. He was going to these one out of six schools or one out of seven schools. Now he can go anywhere. You know, it's just it's so it's just a, a different landscape in college sports. So, you know, like I said, he's a good coach, uh, you know, so he'll, he'll I'm sure he'll win games, you know, as far as winning the big one and, and really taking it there. I don't know. Uh, he's kind of up in age too, so mm -hmm. you know I don't know if he still got that uh, that spark. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, you know we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's weird when 
city school struggle. St. John's is in New York City. There's ballers everywhere. Why are they struggling? DePaul is in Chicago. Why are they struggling? Georgia Tech right there in your face in Atlanta. Why are they struggling? You know, especially in basketball where it's easier to build a roster quick and turn around a roster quick. I mean, football, you got to build, as you know, and it's more dudes and it takes a while. But even areas with a lot of talent, why are they, you know, Texas shouldn't be struggling for this long. But but New York, Chicago, Atlanta, St. John's, DePaul, Georgia Tech, that's always kind of head scratchers. It's like, man, why can't they get some hoopers? I mean, they, I mean it's, it's, it's six, nine dudes just all over the place up there that, that can hoop. Get, I mean, you can't you can't get a good squad every now and then up there at those universities. I used to ask myself that same question, man. I was like, because when I was in college, you know, Miami wasn't very good really at football. Like, you know, and we always asked the Georgia Tech question. We always asked the uh, the Texas question. For a minute, I was asking the USC question, uh, and I'm like, how how are you not good? in these, at these schools, like it, you know, and obviously coaching, you know, everybody's not a great coach. It just is what it is. Um, and things don't happen, but it's just, you know, geographically, if you are a basketball school, there's no better city to be in than New York city. You know, it's just, that's the Mecca of basketball in my opinion. Uh, so how are you, how are you not good? I mean, you can just, you can close your eyes and walk to, a million different schools and just handpick a guy who can probably play division one basketball. If you're in a city like New York, uh, where there's, you know, 10 million people or whatever. that yeah. is. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, it's one of those things that I used to always ask, but at the end of the day, it goes to show you that there's still, there's still limited pickings. There's still, you know, high level talent and talent. That's like kind of in the middle. Then you got the, the lower level talent, uh, when it comes to what the div division one schools want. So, um, you know, there's still that there's still levels to it, even though just like looking in the SEC, Ole Miss got a certain level. Uh, Alabama got a certain level. Kentucky got a certain level, right? Auburn got a certain level. There's still a, a scale even in the top conferences. So, you know, that's obviously part of it, but at the end of the day, they still, you know, like I said, there's so much basketball in that area. Even you right down the road from, you know, New Jersey has great basketball. You're right down the road. You're not very far from Philly and, you know, and, and <laughs> D.C. And there's just so much talent, man. But uh, but like I said, he, maybe, maybe you know, he'll, he'll turn it around. He'll have his hands, you know, very close to guys that can really ball. So we'll see if he can get them. Yeah, and he's already changed the roster. A lot of guys are already leaving and, and yeah. moving on and – He's getting his guys in, and 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 that can be done a lot quicker now, thanks to the portal. And you know, get a guy in you want, and guys that don't want to be there can get on out. So it, it all happens very very quickly uh, now compared to what it used to be. Yep. Uh, gotta give a shout out to. Uh, it didn't end the way we hoped, but UK baseball had a strong season. They they you know just flat out they ran up against a better team in LSU. It's just, you know, Kentucky was good. Surprised a lot of people. Had a strong season. Had a good enough season to host a regional, and they won it, which meant they went to LSU for the Super Regional. But, um, you know, they lost 2-0. That's two out of three. 
So that meant five times they played LSU. LSU won four of those games when you combine the regular season and the Super Regional. You just got to tip your cap. Uh, it was, now, they was, it was sketchy what they was doing. The first game, trying to change the start time, it's supposed to start at three. They didn't play till nine or ten at night. That was that was suspect. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I, when I saw that, I, I was I was confused by that as well when I saw it. I, I saw everybody complaining about it on social media. Um, and I, I don't know what's up with that. You know, I don't know what's up with that one. And when the former Kentucky baseball coach, Keith Madison, who is who still very involved with the program, like Coach Min Jones still has him around. You hear him on the radio calling the baseball games. So, you know, they got a great relationship. And that's that's just a nice dude. Just, you know, nobody says a bad word about him. But Coach Madison tweets out a picture saying, my sources tell me it looked like this in Baton Rouge all day, and it's sunny skies and beautiful. I'm like, hey, that tells me all I need to know about it being sketchy. If Coach Madison yeah. tweeting out beautiful weather pics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a few, because I know a few people who went to the game. So, I, I you know, I saw someone posting stuff. And, you know, they were like, man, what are we doing? Like, you know, just, you know, extending their trip, you know, uh, or extending their time at the at the, at the ballpark. And they got to burn time. But, you know, it, it, again, like some of the stuff we don't know. I mean, we don't know what going what's going on behind the scenes with some of this stuff. It's, it's very, very kind of weird to me uh, yeah, yeah. why do that. But, hey, yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm not, I'm not you know. I'm not whining about the, the whole outcome. I'm just I'm scratching my head on that. Tip my cap to them because, you know, they, they moved on. Now I'm going to flip and really got a roof LSU now because they're playing Tennessee in the College World Series. So go, go and get Tennessee out of there and get them an L now. Do them the way you done us. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's hard to say because Tennessee, they're good. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, but, um, everybody good at the at the World yeah. Series now. Ain't, I mean, you, you're not going to have a – you're not gonna have a a weak opponent. You got you got everybody got to earn it. Whoever wins it is yeah. gonna earn it. Now, yeah, even little bitty Oral Roberts or whoever beat Oregon, they good. They they deserve to be there. Nothing fluky except was it Stanford who you know dude just lost a fly ball in the sun and it dropped and they they scored a winning run. That's a little fluky, but you know they still had a good year even though you know. Yeah, I think at this point, man, it's about. You know who 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 got the best pitcher, uh, or the hottest pitcher, or who got the hottest bats right now. Uh, yeah. So that's what it's going to come down to, you know. So uh, you know, I just remember the days of I always thought it, and I, we spoke about this when um, what's the what's oh, I forgot her name, but the, the softball uh, girl, Jenna Jenna Becerra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, when Jenna was on here, we spoke about this. I always thought it was. I think it's almost more extraordinary to be consistent in baseball and softball than any other sport. You know, like the Vanderbilts and, you know, those programs that are very, very, very consistent in those sports, in my opinion, is very hard to do. Um, so I, I kind of tip my hat to anybody in those sports that are being consistent. But on a flipping it back to Kentucky, I think they, uh, you know, probably save save some jobs over there with this oh, season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because I remember we were talking about before the season, how it was kind of questionable. Uh, you know, they they had to have this type of season. And, you know, and they came up in the clutch. They had that type of season. So, you know, hopefully hopefully they can build on that. Exactly, exactly. Because he, he's been here before. 
this is this was like year seven, so he's he gets to the super regional. He did it he did it also in his first year. So now, like you said, now the question is, what do you do different now as opposed to what you did when you got there the first time? Because you had several years where you didn't build on it and was kind of stumbling yeah. around. So now you're back there again, you know, learn from your mistakes, recruit better. Got a beautiful stadium now that you can, you know, use, you know, and the facilities are a whole lot better now. And you got all that working for you. So hopefully they can can keep it rolling. And speaking of Jenna, we have to get her back on here because, you know, we were talking about Oklahoma and they did win it again. And I think when we had her on, you said it was like a 42-45 game winning streak. Yeah. They end the season, I think it's I think it's up to 53, 54 games in a row now because they, they didn't lose. From the time she was on until that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> the world that's Series. Really, that 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 that's more impressive to me than a, a football team winning twenty straight, two seasons in a row. Like just the smallest stuff can happen in baseball and softball where you just lose. Right For, to win fifty three games in a row in softball, that's amazing to me. Like that that is hard to do. That's hard to do. So I don't know what they're doing in Oklahoma, uh, but whatever they're doing, man, I need some of it. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, we have to get her back on now that it's summertime. And you know she's going to have all the answers to our questions. I do know – I mean, I don't know if this even impacts Oklahoma, but, like, one of their best pitchers, I don't know if this girl was the one who pitched game two for the win, but a sophomore, and she was one of their stud pitchers, was from Nebraska and transferred back to Nebraska to be closer to home. I don't know if it's a family situation or what, but somebody that young, you figure Oklahoma's thinking, oh, yeah, we got her in the fold plus whoever. Maybe this is a blow to Oklahoma. Maybe they so loaded it won't even matter. I'm interested to see what Jenna thinks. That's one question I'm going to ask when we get her back. Is yeah. this is this maybe put a chink in their armor, or are they like, ah, we got three more just like her? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I- I, I don't think they'll bat or not, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, from what they've been doing the past however many years, I don't think – I mean, they got every. They can get anybody they want right yeah. now from yeah. anywhere. I mean, they got they, – they can pick whoever they – the best, however many players they get a, a year, they can get the absolute best uh, because it's proven that if you play softball for Oklahoma, you're going to get a few rings before you get out of there, uh, guaranteed mm-hmm. almost. So – you know, they're going to get whatever they want. And she talked about how primarily it's been the West Coast. California is where the recruiting is. That's why Stanford's so loaded. UCLA so loaded. Arizona State's West Coast, too. But Oklahoma? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they're recruiting California and the West Coast, too. Or yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a lot of homegrown Oklahoma softball said, I don't know. That's another thing she I definitely want to ask her about. But Oklahoma, for them to do stuff that people haven't seen done in 30, 40 years, that's and then not to be West Coast like you, you know, it's not like they're Arizona. It's not like they're mm-hmm. Cal Berkeley or something like that. Oklahoma. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they you know, like I said, they they don't have to worry about being uh geographically uh <laughs> Boxed in now. I mean, they can get whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever who if they got they want a girl in Maine, they go get her. They want a girl in Seattle, Washington, they go get her. They want a girl in <laughs> San Diego and Miami. They yeah. go to all four corners of this country and get whatever they want, and probably even outside of the country too. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, 
good luck trying to beat them in the future. Yeah. Man, the big thing, news just happened, you know, just went off. It looked like they re-airing it on the SEC Network now. But the conference schedule for 2024 when Texas and Oklahoma are in the league, they broke down everybody's four home games, four away games for all 16 teams is what it would be now. So I do see, like you said before we started, and we all know everybody's schedule was tough, but anybody's schedule or a particular matchup, you know, kind of catch your eye as we're already jumping this year and looking ahead to the 2024 schedule with the newly reconfigured conference. I call Oklahoma's 2024 schedule, and it was like, it was, I forgot who was first, but then they had like Bama, then Tennessee. I'm like, that's three L's off the bat. <laughs> that's three. That's probably three L's off the bat. I mean, te- I just Texas, Texas, Alabama, Tennessee. Yeah, you know, good. I mean, man, that's. I mean, I don't know. That lets you know that people get so blinded by money. Because why would you want to step foot in this conference? Like. Why do that? You, I mean, you almost now, granted, the playoffs are going to 12 teams, but you almost guarantee yourself not to go to the playoffs, you know, in my opinion. You know, you almost get – because you're not – if you're Oklahoma, you Texas have been struggling in the Big 12 the past few years. Um, they hadn't been great. In, they, they had good years, but they hadn't had that great year that they should have. I mean, you're at Texas. I just saw – I just saw a, a list of schools who generate the most revenue. Texas was number one uh, in athletics, generate the most revenue in, in college sports. Mm. And you're in the state of Texas, the biggest state, you know, in America by far. Um, and you've been struggling in, in one of the weakest power five conferences, but you decided to jump and play in the SEC uh, because you're getting a better bag. But at the end of the day, is that bag worth it? When you calculate the L's that you're gonna amount, when you calculate the, you know, you just you're, you know, I don't know, man. I, I would, I would be, you know, I would have to be honest with myself. And say, okay, we hadn't been winning the Big Twelve. Why would I jump off in a, in a water with full of sharks? And you got Georgia, Bama, you know, Tennessee. You know, you got you got teams like teams like Ole Miss get kind of glossed over. But we see what Ole Miss could do. Teams like Kentucky get glossed over. We see what Kentucky can do. Teams like Arkansas get glossed over. Arkansas will beat you. LSU is on the rise, right? The only down team right now in the SEC, in my opinion, that's like truly down, and that they, I can't see a, a a good future for the next few years is Florida. Florida, Florida is Florida is down to me. I think the well, whatever they got going on over there is not is not working out. But I think you got schools like. Even Vanderbilt, you know, Vanderbilt, they're not, they're never going to be great in the SEC, but they're not a team that you can just gloss over, though. You know, and we saw, unfortunately, Kentucky saw that last year. Yeah. You can't just gloss over these teams. So mm-hmm. you can get, you got teams in the Big 12 that you can gloss over sometimes. You know, you can, you can roll out and not play your A game, not even your B game, but still win by two scores. Mm-hmm. That don't happen in the SEC. Uh, for the most part, that that's not happening. So you know, it, I don't know, man. You know that it, more of the story is money is money is uh is, is putting is putting these schools in a bad situation because I get it, they're gonna get a lot more money, but at what at what cost? At what cost to your brand? At the end of the day. So you you said that's 
Oklahoma's home schedule for 2024. Well, Texas is that's at Dallas, like always. Yeah. Texas, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, and I'm, I don't want to give South Carolina credit, but they they've had a couple of good seasons, and we'll see yeah, if he continues to build them up. The at LSU, who just won the West in Brian Kelly's first year, and then at Ole Miss. At Auburn, which I think they they got to be better under Hugh Freeze. They I think they're going to improve. They have to. Oh yeah. Their, their record might not show it as much, but I think they're going to be a better team under him. Oh yeah. As long as he you know act right, and then <laughs> <laughs> at Mizzou. <laughs> yeah, Mizzou. Mizzou is a team that you can you may be able to beat most years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Auburn, like you just said, Hugh Freeze everywhere he go, he wins. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, he's gonna win. He's not gonna win at all, but he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, everywhere he goes, he's gonna win. He's not gonna win at all, but he's gonna win. Um, LSU, you're gonna get your head beat in at LSU, most likely. You know, um, Alabama, most likely, unless you catch him on the right day, you're probably gonna get beat. Um, uh, Tennessee, if they're if they rolling on offense, you will get beat. You know, um, Texas. Texas has, in my opinion, the best roster in for 2023 in America. Um, I, I really believe that from top to bottom, especially the skill guys. In my opinion, Texas Longhorns have the best roster. So they can attract talent. They got a head coach who's going to get the best quarterbacks. He's going to get the best receivers and running backs or some of the best. Uh, so, like I said, it's tough, man. You know, Oklahoma coming off of what, five and six or six and six year in a, in a Big 12? You know that's I don't know, man. I, I just, Will. I mean, you. I don't know. If you're AD, you gotta be like, man, this is, you know, this is this is gonna be tough sledding. Well, Brent Venables even be there in 2024. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, a, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good. You know, I heard I heard somebody say that maybe uh maybe Hype will leave Tennessee and go go you know coach for his alma mater. I don't really see that happening. Yeah, they got uh, beef though. It's, it's a little something between them. Yeah, right? yeah. I heard. I heard about that. And I also, I don't see. You know, I don't think you. I don't think you. It'd be smart to leave a program like Tennessee. I think Tennessee has more upside as a entire program than Oklahoma, in my opinion. Uh, maybe by maybe because the you know the geographics, but I just also think you know. Uh, being an SEC and being rooted in the SEC and been, having been playing in SEC and having the rivalry games that they have in the SEC, I just think, you know, uh, Tennessee is probably a better spot. And the Kentucky schedule for 2024, since we Kentucky podcast, South Carolina at home, home schedule, South Carolina, Auburn, Georgia, Vandy. Uh, ben is back to Ole Miss, just, just was down there uh, at Florida, at Tennessee, you know, used to visit in those venues, and then they will be at Texas in Austin uh, for 2024. So there's their eight-game schedule. Uh, still waiting for <laughs> Texas A&M and to make their first trip to Lexington. Kentucky went down there in the the ten and three season with Josh Allen and and that group. Yeah, but A&M still hadn't made it back to Lexington. 
when they redo this conference, I think you'll you everybody will kind of get to everywhere a lot quicker. You won't I mean, yeah. you won't be in the league 10, 12 years and still haven't been everywhere yet like we yeah. like we see it now. So that's that's one thing I like. One other thing too, and you know, I'm a little bit older, but I hated to see, you know, when Texas A and M came into the league, they stopped playing Texas. And now you're gonna have Texas A and M playing Texas again because yes. that that Friday after Thanksgiving, it was always, you know, Ricky Williams going against A&M, Texas, you know, uh, the old the Lama Cowboys fan. That win, the linebacker for Texas A&M, used to play for, you know, used to have A&M and Texas on that Black Friday when it was usually always a good game. Even, you know, we partial to the SEC, but that was always the game you want to look to, you know, in addition to your Egg Bowls and to everything, whatever else is going on that weekend. Texas A&M Texas game was always a fun one. Yeah, I, I look, you know, I look forward to some of those rivalries being kind of rekindled. Uh, now, naturally, you're gonna lose to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam. Mm-hmm. You're gonna lose, you're gonna lose some stuff too, but yeah, you're gonna get regain some stuff as well. So it's a give and take. Uh, but you know, rivalry game that's that's probably my favorite weekend of the year when it comes to watching football. Uh, is is is. Because usually as a high school coach, if you're doing well, you're probably coaching that week because you're in the third or second or third or fourth round of the playoffs or maybe the state championship in some states. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got your Cowboys going to come up, you know, they're going to play on that weekend or that week, uh, you know, and you got uh, you got the Iron Bowl, you got the Egg Bowl. You know, it used to be when I was in college, we played Tennessee that week. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's that's not the case anymore. But I think they should bring that back, though. You know, I think I think playing a playing a your rival to that week, in my opinion, it makes it even more exciting. You know, everybody's house divided, but you're eating Thanksgiving dinner and all that good stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's one of my favorite weekends of the, of the year for sure. Which is, it's Louisville now. You like you said, it used to be Tennessee, but now it's it's Louisville. Unless yeah, when they go to nine, I don't know if Louisville will still be on the schedule or not. I think they ought to keep them. But I know yeah. Stoops, I think, is, uh, you know, not putting words in his mouth. I think he's one that's probably wish it would stay eight games because I remember when we okay. had that when we had that 10-game schedule, he didn't care for that at all. And so I'm sure he wouldn't, you know, ain't going to be thrilled when they go to nine. But money's going to talk, like you mentioned. That's why oh, yeah. Texas and Oklahoma is here in the first place. That's why it's going to be a nine-game schedule as well. So, like it or not, everybody going to have to adjust and try to stay yeah. healthy and bulk up and get beat up for one more. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey. Yeah, you know, and we spoke about this. I, I'm, I feel uh, I feel stoops about only wanting to play. I mean, I wouldn't want to play extra one. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, it's probably going to generate more revenue. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure everybody's going to end up going to that. But at the end of the day, you know, for health reasons, for, 
you know, longevity postseason reasons, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I would, I would want to do that. But it's it, like I said, I, I think I like the way it's going. Like you said with the SEC and you know, playing teams that you're not used to playing and going places you're not used to going. And now when the playoffs open up to twelve, it's gonna make it real interesting, man. Because you know, you're gonna be able to get in the playoffs. And are they gonna play a home game or you know? Mm-hmm. I just I, I I think it's exciting. You know, I think it's exciting. Gonna build more excitement, uh, you know, for the fans, for the players, for the coaches, for everybody. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that thing kind of shake out. Absolutely, absolutely. So, some that won't want to see it, but it takes some getting used to. But yeah, uh, even if you open up the twelve, maybe you still have your same two or three fighting for it, which is fine. You'll open it up to 12. There's still going to be <laughs> team 13. that's going to be whining, thinking they should have made it. No matter, yep. it's, you know, it's, that's always going to be the case where there'll be a coach on there, you know, making a case as to why that's, his team should have been part of it. But um, it's, it's fun and a little change will be good. And maybe you're here before we know it. Um, Speaking of being here before we know it too, we got a, a commitment switching to track. We got a oh, daughter, yeah. a daughter of a legend coming to town. Ocho Cinco's daughter, JL Johnson, committed to the Kentucky track team. She's from Florida, got all kind of numbers and been tearing it up down there. So uh, a noteworthy commitment. And he was, you know, people saw him on Twitter tweeting about how blue the grass was in Lexington, and everybody's wondering. Well, you know, down here for her visit, and here yeah. today, his daughter committed to UK track. Yeah, when I saw the final three, I think it was L- it was LSU, Kentucky, and who else was it? Uh, was it Tennessee? Might have been. I didn't see. When I saw Kentucky on there for some reason, I figured that's where she, you know, that's where she was gonna go. Um, but that's cool, man. That's 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 cool. It brings more. Brings more uh, excitement to the this, this program. You know, I'm sure uh, Ocho Single going to be, you know, posting videos and doing all whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he may visit the football program and have a word for the, the team or whatnot since he'll be spending some time in Lexington and watch his daughter. Yeah. So that's always that's always good, man. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, John Legend nephew, when he committed, you, see, you saw John Legend tweeting out, you know, Kentucky. So yeah. he, the famous people celebrities stuff like that brings a little more eyes to the program oh yeah uh, this is like you know little Bronny james with usc lebron goes to his games you know shaq had a son playing a few years ago you, you see, yep. look up the stands there shaq watching so stuff like that uh is always good always always good for sure um we knew when the final started uh Former cats are gonna win a ring one way or another. It's either gonna be Bam and Tyler Hero, or uh, and Pat Riley get another one, or or Jamal Murray. And uh, it didn't go four. It wasn't a sweep like you said. The Heat tried to get it to six, but they could only get one. It only went five, and because Denver was just way too much in every facet of the game. So, congrats to the Nuggets. Congrats to Jamal Murray. Uh, Jokic did his thing, man. Offensively, nobody had an answer for him. Just, you know, he was passing, he was shooting, he was too big, he's too... Yeah, and, 
and, and he don't look like he's athletic, but when he gets the ball in the break, he's he's moving faster than he looks. Yeah. You know, he, he's never going to be a leaper at all, never going to be a rim protector on defense at all. But as far as doing work offensively, I mean, nobody had answered for him. They they just rolled through the playoffs, man. They, they smoked yeah. everybody. Yeah, you know, it just felt – in the playoffs, it just felt like their year. When I saw when I saw him playing uh, the Lakers, it just felt like they're – you know, uh, they were hitting on all cylinders, man. You know, Joker just – I heard a, a, a conversation on ESPN. I think it was Stephen A. and uh, J.J. Reddick. And Stephen A. was like, you know, Shaq is the most dominant big man he ever seen. And uh, J.J. Reddick was like, well, what's dominant? Because, you know, do- people see dominant as, like, flashy, like bullying people, right, just moving people out of the way, dunking on people. But at the end of the day, I don't know, man. Shaq is, was very physically imposing. But as far as dominant, Jokic is unstoppable in the post. It's nothing you can do. I mean, you know, it, it's nothing you can do. So when Jamal Murray out there hitting shots, creating hitting shots, uh, and Jokic is, Jokic is going to put up 30, I mean, you can't. I mean, they they're they're unstoppable when when Jamal Murray scores as well. When he's scoring 25, 24, 28, or whatever, and Jokic's doing what he's doing, you can't. Nobody in the league can beat him. And they may have a shot at it next year if they can keep that team somewhat together. It's just because they got they got you know arguably the best player in the league, and yeah. arguably one of the most underrated guards in the league because Jamal Murray hasn't made an All Star game yet. Um, and he's and so I think he's a little bit underrated. He's a good basketball player. He's a he's an all star caliber player. Um, but you know when those two guys are hitting all cylinders, you can't. They're they're, they're literally impossible to beat. Nobody can beat them because uh, I think Jokic is that dominant. What makes them so good is his ability to pass. His ability to pass the ball is. I mean, he he passed the ball like a point guard, and that's what that because like they they ran the numbers when he scores forty five. And Jamal Murray has 17, they lose. But when he scores 30 or 28 and Jamal Murray has 25, and when Jokic has like 10 assists, they're impossible to beat. They're like undefeated. You know, so um I they they're gonna be a problem moving forward, man, because all about all those guys are about the same age, you know, for the most part. Uh, you know, outside of uh Green, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Jeff Green. Yeah, he, he Jeff Green been around for a minute. But uh, uh and but, Jordan too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but they got a nice solid squad, in my opinion, a really good college style coach. He coaches them hard like they're not pros. And that's yeah. why I think they kind of had an edge. Um so shout out to them, man. It's good basketball. I enjoy watching them. Mm-hmm. And and the team didn't have a deep run like you know, most Kentucky fans hope for, but Murray did that same stuff when he was here. You know, he, oh, yeah. I mean, he was put up buckets. Uh, I think he dropped, was it Ohio State? Maybe he dropped 30 and a half against them or something, something crazy. Uh, but, you know, it was him and Tyler Eulis. They didn't have any posts, you know, the scout, yeah. scout didn't really pan out and that kind of kept that, kept that team from doing what you think. Because you had, you know, uh, Malik Monk was flashier. He was more streaky. Yeah. You know, Murray just pure shooter getting buckets, but Monk, Fox, but you had Bam on that team, a big that could do something. 
Eulis and Murray didn't have a big man that could, you know, take yeah. a little pressure off of them. All you had to do was key on Murray and Eulis because you didn't have to respect anybody down low on that particular team that year. So, yeah, it was. But uh, congratulations to him coming back from that ACL too, because he was he was killing it in the bubble. You know, he was it was Denver and Utah, and it was it was yeah, Murray was and, and Murray and Donovan Mitchell was kind of you know, can you top this? Both of them getting forty and fifty in that playoff series. Then he's out with the with the ACL to, to see him come all the way back and you know get, get back to pretty much his old self and play a real key role in winning a title. Man, that's, that's got to feel good for him. Yeah, congrats to them, man. Absolutely, oh, man. We got a good fun episode in. Uh, got the schedule talk, the finals talk, track commitments, UK baseball, hit all kind of stuff. It's that summertime, but we'll still have stuff to talk about each and every week. And appreciate you hopping on here, Jalen. No problem. We'll do it all again next week. Get AG back and see what happens between now and then. Appreciate y'all checking us out. It'll be on YouTube and TuneIn and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be there. And we'll catch you next week on Believe in Kentucky. drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible visit your local kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner kia movement that inspires call 800-333-4kia for details always drive safely limited inventory available warranties include 10-year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5-year 60,000 mile basic warranties are limited see retailer for details